everyone, and thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of the UCC Career Services Podcast. Today, we are going to do another deep dive with one of our core industry partners here in UCC, Bank of Ireland. And we're delighted to be joined on the call today by Niamh Gorman from Digital Academy and Alicia Donovan, um, a UCC Government and Politics Political Science alumni currently uh, working with Bank of Ireland. So we're going to learn a little bit more about the work of Bank of Ireland today. So Niamh and Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you thanks for having us on. Yeah, it's fantastic. We love having a, a, a past graduate back as Alicia. So thanks so much for joining us. So Neil, to come to yourself first, I suppose there's sometimes a perception that, you know, if you want to work in a financial institute such as Bank of Ireland, that you need to have a finance degree, that you need to have a politics degree. And I was wondering, could you tell us a little bit more about um, Bank of Ireland itself and the kind of opportunities that are available there? Of course, of course. Yeah. So firstly, hi, everyone. Um, It's really lovely to be here with uh, all of you today. I suppose just as a bit of background, I work as part of the Digital Academy team in organisational effectiveness at Bank of Ireland. And I suppose what that entails is we focus on the design and execution of learning solutions and career pathways to support both developing colleagues at work and developing colleagues coming into work. So it's a very, very exciting team to be a part of. I I guess many people actually believe that working in financial services, you know, you must have a financial background, accounting, economics. And, you know, whilst all of these are critical parts of a financial services organisation, many people like myself don't actually come from a specific financial background. I came straight from school into the industry um, and I had studied psychology at Queen's University Belfast. And then I applied for the graduate programme at Bank of Ireland. I had applied for various graduate programmes, but I was really attracted to Bank of Ireland's offering the program structure and I suppose the opportunities that I could get involved in to make a change. So I actually completed the People Services Graduate Programme, which I finished last year, and it was two years long and made up of three eight-month rotations, which was fantastic. And I suppose I got into my final rotation, which was in organisational effectiveness, and I knew that this was going to be something that I love. Um, I am extremely passionate about developing people, enriching their overall work experience. And since finishing the programme, I have now got into a role in Digital Academy, which is all around kind of the development of colleagues and also creating those learning supports as well. So it's actually very funny just being on the other side of the graduate programme, going from being a graduate to actually managing the graduate experience. So it just gives you perspective. A lot of the grads that are coming through now have been in their shoes. Um, I can use my perspective to understand what it is grads want and need from a programme. And yeah, I'm very grateful to work with such amazing people and for the opportunities I've received uh, during my time at Bank of Ireland. And it's wonderful, Neve, like that you can come from a psychology background, you know, come from Queen's and enter into the, the Bank of Ireland stream. So I think it's important for listeners to, to know that you don't have to, as you say, have that set background that you can come in. And it's the same this year if they apply for the graduate programme at their degree. It's, it's not as important as, as it would have been probably in the past. 100% Adele and what I would say as well is when I joined I felt like I was going to be the only one with a psychology background and it was only when I actually got into the role that there were so many other colleagues and people that I met that also came from non kind of the specific financial backgrounds um, and a lot of my peers actually have a psychology background as well but yes we are offering opportunities to students who have achieved or are expected to achieve an undergraduate or a master's degree from any discipline. So um, there's an opportunity for everyone, which is fantastic. 
No, it's absolutely wonderful to hear. And I know that, you know, even for our Humanities and Social Sciences Careers Week, Bank of Ireland, you know, had a stand there. And it really is testament, I think, of a company striving ahead and seeking more of the quality in the graduate or the recruit as opposed to just having that subject knowledge. So, Neil, thank you for that background. Uh, that's, that was great. And Alicia, to come over to yourself. So government and political science, another, I suppose, was non-traditional stream. One would have thought to come into a financial sector. And could you tell me a little bit about your career journey to date since you left UCC? Yeah, definitely. The non-traditional degree from UCC, you know, going out into the big bad working world, as we would call it, um, didn't go down the straightest of paths. Um, but obviously, you know, like it's all about when you leave college, it's all about exploring and figuring out what you want to do. And, you know, no one has it figured out from the start. And I certainly still don't have it figured out. <laughs> but yeah, I got my degree in 2018 from UCC and I just kind of took a gap year. I was working 30 plus hours a week in retail. I was writing my thesis. I was playing soccer with the college. I was doing absolutely everything I possibly could. And I just said, at the end, I need a break. So uh, I took a break out for a few months, went to go work for a big MNC. And then kind of took two months, two, three months, right up until after Christmas. And I just started like applying to all different uh, places, you know, seeing what was out there and um, doing a bit more research because I was a bit more relaxed working in the, in MMC. I was doing Monday to Friday and now I was still keeping off my retail job at weekends because uh, I just enjoyed it but yeah I got into Bank of Ireland then and I would say like the rest is history came into the graduate program in Bank of Ireland in 2019 from the get-go absolutely loved it uh, I knew this is where I wanted to work you know it wasn't like an easy path to go down either to like to get in to get into the bank or decide what I wanted to do and um, had a lot of rejections and I suppose you know that is the thing that, you know, like I applied for so many different companies and so many different places that like you're going to get rejection after rejection after rejection. You know, it was just one of those things where I got into the bank, talked to a few people about, you know, what it was like to work in the bank. Another few UCC alumni who I, uh, who I knew were working in the bank, connected with a few of them, working now. Um, I'm in the bank now since 2019, two years and loving every single day of it. Fantastic. No, and that's great to hear that as well, Isha, and to hear the honesty about it, because, you know, I think there is a fear that when you leave college, you know, you, you need to know what you want to do straight away. You need to have that five year plan mapped out. And yes, it's good to always be thinking about the future. But I think that's that's great to hear that, you know, you took that bit of time for yourself as well, because you often see, I suppose, graduates jumping in as well to stuff that might not really suit them just to ensure that they fill their time. But you filled your time quite well. You know, you had your your um, job in retail as you say you were involved in, in so much and I'm sure that that experience in itself of taking that little bit of time out gave you an awful lot of the the skills that you needed then to make the right career choice yeah no 100% you know like like everything you know life is so fast-paced nowadays so it was just nice to like take a step back you know uh, enjoy the last few like college nights I had my friends like the proper nights out in the summer like one of my friends she's like one of the girls I went to college with like we're all still very close she lived in Germany so we were like sending her back to Germany to go like study in Germany and you know like there was all these different things and it was just you know like about like taking the time for yourself to reflect on what you did in college get your results you know what I mean and then just kind of think from there like no one actually has everything figured out in life and that's the thing it's just about just kind of going with it and just you know not taking everything too seriously or everything to heart. Like, like I said, I had a lot of rejections. It's just about, you know, taking those rejections and building on them, say, what can I do better this time? What can I do better next time? You know, oh, maybe that wasn't right for me, but definitely, you know, like all those kind of rejections I got, I was like, it was definitely led me to go work in, in Bank of Ireland. 
And that's great to hear as well, like when you talk about rejection, because I think that, you know, I've seen so many graduates over the years get so down and it almost makes them retract and almost afraid to put themselves out there. But, um, you know, I think in today's world, especially for, for some companies where it's the, the recruitment process is massive, you might not even get a letter back to say, you know, we've seen your application, but unfortunately we won't go ahead. It's, as you say, it's just rejection after rejection and some sometimes. And but that gives you a resilience and you dealt with it so well, you made it kind of give you more strength to keep pushing yeah no definitely like there's some companies that I have to leave her back from and I was, I was applying in 2018 2019 but you know what I mean but yeah I know it's just about like taking on the chain you know not taking everything kind of personally and just making sure you know like that even at the end of the day fill out that ap- application form even if you don't think you're going to get it fill it out and take every single opportunity that comes to you is probably like the best thing to do especially when you're out there trying to figure out what you want to do. Like, even if we say, like, I know, like, one or two of my friends started off the grad program with me and they've been in that grad program and they decided this is not for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, even at that, and one of the girls who I was really, really close to, she lives in Barcelona and then formed. Even, like, small things like that, it's just, like, you will know what's right for you as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes you do have to listen to your gut. I think that's so true. And to kind of trust your own instincts too and trust yourself, you know, when you're coming up to, to that period, because it is a really scary time, you know, just when you come out of college and trying to figure out what you want to do. I wouldn't go back to it myself in a million years. It's scary, but, you know, there is a path through and very inspiring what you've said there as well, Alicia, just how, how you've kind of pushed through it and, you know, a successful, um, successful graduate now. And, and Leah, to come back to yourself, um, I suppose you've given us a little bit about your own background, so it's lovely to see how, you know, you came in on the grad programme and now you've come to the full round now where you're, you know, working on, on the other end of it. Could you tell me a little bit more, I suppose, about, you know, um, what inspired you to, to take up the role and I suppose what's, what would be kind of the, your favourite part really of your job? Yeah, 100%. Um, I suppose after finishing school in 2018, um, I actually took a year out just to exactly figure out what it was I wanted to study in university. And I wanted to gain as much experience as possible before commencing a college degree. So the opportunity arose for me to take on a role in a financial services company in Northern Ireland. So I was working in branch banking and I figured out that I absolutely loved working in this industry. Um, I stayed part of the team part time um, as I went on to pursue my studies. And I suppose I really loved just the fast paced, uh, highly stimulating nature of working in business and working in a bank. I would be, I suppose, quite an ambitious person. So I was keen to just put my best foot forward and was excited by kind of the energetic high-speed environment and I was enticed just by the professional training and development opportunities as well. I knew I'd be able to advance my career pretty quickly. I could obtain professional qualifications and avail of you know the learning and development resources as well and yeah I absolutely love um, my role because it does involve supporting the design and the development of programs for for colleagues and also for customers and for communities I suppose I just it's it's very rewarding we're giving a lot back we're helping people to grow we're helping people to develop um, and I just am very passionate about kind of enriching work experience so I would say if anyone was thinking about a career in Bank of Ireland to definitely get that application in and it's great as well Niamh to see that you know you can come in as a graduate but there could be opportunities for you later on so you know you came in on the program and now you're kind of at the other end of it and I think sometimes when students are applying for graduate programs they kind of think okay that's it done in the year and then have to move on and try and find another opportunity but there seems to be as you say a lovely focus in Bank of Ireland on that kind of professional development and training opportunities that can see you go further in the business. 
yeah no 100% like you do kind of get that in your head oh like I'll do my two years and then I'll see what happens or I'll see where that will take me but actually there's a huge focus on what happens after the graduate program um, and to your point like we're really really high on kind of promoting our career development and continuous learning there's like colleagues have access to a range of exciting courses programs digital learning experiences and um, to constantly upskill and reskill um, and dive deeper into areas you know that they're passionate about as well it's a really exciting time to be working at Bank of Ireland you know we're going through a huge period of growth and transformation we have accelerated our digital kind of journey and we're rapidly expanding our technology and products and services so lots happening a really exciting time and there's so many opportunities to get involved in uh, engaging and innovative work oh that's fantastic to hear so keep an eye on a lot's happening in in the the near future and I suppose on that as well Neil, it's been a, an unusual year so far as I'm sure a lot of staff in Bank of Ireland have been working remotely and so on but what's what's a, the I suppose social side of it like in Bank of Ireland you know is there a lot going on where you can interact with, with your your colleagues and, and so on yeah, you know what, I kind of, anytime I speak to anyone about Bank of Ireland, um, it's all, there's a huge focus around making connections and networking with others. And it's so important and it's something that's emphasised daily uh, right across the organisation. You know, through connections, I'm learning, growing, having fun, having a laugh and have people that I can turn to. Throughout the past 18 months, there's been so much support from the bank in terms of working remotely and our ways of working. Wellbeing has been at the forefront so there's loads happening in the wellbeing space to stay connected during these times we have a wellbeing app with lots of different events and supports for colleagues very exciting guests have facilitated some of our wellbeing programs like couch to 5k which is coming up again in september but there's something for everyone for their family for their housemates or their friends to get involved in and i suppose during the past year mental well-being and connection has been at the forefront for everyone and it's emphasized so much from the top down as as the number one priority. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's always good to hear about that kind of fun side as well, you know. But to be honest with you, since our conversation, everything kind of sounds quite fun. And it sounds like there's so many areas you can dip your toes in and out of, you know, from professional development into, you know, the, the well-being aspect of it. So it, it does seem that Bank of Ireland, there is a place for everyone there. Yeah, 100%. There's, there honestly is so much going on, even in terms of inclusion and diversity. That is literally at the heart of everything we do. We have a number of colleague support networks who are helping us in driving our inclusion and diversity strategy and making you know Bank of Ireland a more inclusive and diverse workplace. But yes, a really exciting time, lots happening and loads of different ways that our colleagues can get involved, make a difference, connect with one another and also have fun. So that's really important. That is so important. And I think, you know, you know, so many people, they might have disturbed your typical view of bankers, which people just with briefcases and suits. And, you know, that it's good to hear that, you know, that's that stereotype doesn't apply, you know, anymore to, to the modern banking. You know, if you're coming in for a career now, you can expect fun and diversity and, you know, great opportunities. So thank you for that, Neil. And Alicia, to come back to yourself. What do you think is the most important thing that you've learned in your career journey to date? Or is there a piece of advice that you'd give a graduate who's thinking of pursuing, you know, the grad programme with um, Bank of Ireland? Yeah, I would definitely tell them, definitely pursue it, 100%. Like that, like everyone thinks that there's prerequisites that you have to have when you enter into the big bad world of finance and banking. But like like myself, I didn't have a typical career, have learned so much. I've learned 
absolutely so so much I can't even describe how much I've learned since I've actually come into the bank and um, I've made friends for life as well and I'm glad to say that you know what I mean um but yeah and um, probably the biggest thing that I've learned on my career journey as well as through the bank is take every opportunity that's given to you, you know what I mean like there are so many opportunities inside the bank to become involved like Neva has already touched on um to get involved with inclusion and diversity and like all different kind of things you know they're always looking for you know like grad school to grad fairs and um, I actually did the UCC one in 2019 when I just got into the bank in UCC so um so I did that like you know there's always different opportunities that come and come up for grads and even just like on teams and all that as well it's like definitely put your hand up for everything you know take every single opportunity and most importantly is ask the questions I think that's like a very very important thing that like when you go into a new company anywhere do you know what I mean people are always like oh I don't want to ask this and I don't want to ask that but the one thing I've learned from the bank is ask the question like no question is ever going to be like stupid people are going to help you if you're struggling or if you don't understand something because obviously you know there's loads of jargon and abbreviations and you're kind of like what does all this mean but ask the questions and again like if you have an idea or if you have something to say share it you know what I mean like uh, like a problem share is the problem have definitely get involved and ask the questions and definitely use your voice I said you will be heard that's great to hear that's fantastic advice Leisha you don't be a wallflower you know get stuck in and get involved and I'm glad that you brought that point up of asking questions because it is very daunting and I've even seen you know uh, recent grads who might have started with ourselves that there's there's a fear of asking a question that you know it's actually worse to sit in the corner and not ask the question because you'd be very hard pushed to find a workplace where people will not help you people want to help you so I'm delighted that you raised that point because I think it's such an important one that you know you can go in and have that confidence use your voice and the more that you do that the more that your confidence is going to grow anyway yeah no definitely like like I said like no question I've ever asked inside this bank has been like someone's turn and said that's not a good question I was like oh that's a good question it's like oh if you don't understand it oh if you don't understand it like always oh, we'll set up like time for a meeting we'll set up time for coffee and I'll take you through this do you know what I mean like literally like just use your voice essentially <laughs> um, I know it's probably like easier said than done especially when you know you're kind of like the new person going into a team or going into a company and you're like oh what do I do what do I do but definitely ask the questions and again like even like within the bank we're always told like oh if you want to find out more about like a different area because there's so many different areas inside the bank that like I didn't even know existed <laughs> I didn't even know existed before I went in it's like if you want to find out more about like a certain area or a certain projects ask and there's always going to be people willing to help you and that's the, that's the best thing about it that's great to hear as well so there's an opportunity to learn more about different functional areas so even though you're within the one you can still kind of go off and learn more about that that's that's fantastic so you're not going to put in that box you have that opportunity to really grow that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, yeah, especially because like with the rotations and everything, um, you know, like all of us grads, we all talk, and we all have a chat, and we'd always kind of be like, when you're when you're getting up towards your rotation and like you're asked, oh, where do you want to go next, and you're full on panic, and be like, oh my god, I don't know what I want to go. That's what I'm saying. Like no one has a career figured out, especially when you're in a bank and you know all these things existed, and you're just like, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Like we were talking to each other and then they like we'd say like oh well like have a chat with my manager if you're interested oh I'll give I'll give you my manager's email like ask them and they'll give you more information and then you can get her gather from that then if you want to like explore that area more if you don't want to explore that area more do you know what I mean like you say if you if maybe you might like that rotation but yeah definitely there's there's a lot of opportunities to like learn a bit learn that bit more and we say like just even expand your contacts and everything yeah and it comes back to a great point you made as well earlier Alicia about making connections so make those those connections. Yeah. And who knows where it could bring you, you know, and, and I think even on that, you know, career paths are, are so squiggly. You know, there's there's no um, for most 
professions and most career paths, there is no one straight line. So definitely good to encourage anyone who's coming in, get stuck in and learn about those different areas because you don't know where it's going to bring you in the end. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like no career path. I don't think anyone's ever had a straight career path. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we all change our minds, you know, different stages in our lives. Like, when I was, you would ask me, like, 10 years ago when I was 14, 15, growing up, what I wanted to do, I would have told you I was a, I, I want to be a jockey. I was an hour working at a bank, do you know what I mean? But yeah, definitely, like like I said, like you have to take everything opportunities presented to you as well, you know, and definitely keep building those connections. The more connections you build, the more people are going to get to know you as well. And the more that you'll be able to like kind of show off your skills and expertise and what you have to show to people as well. And I'll definitely get you get your places as well. Like just, just be yourself as well. Yes, that's great advice. Be yourself and make that network. You know, who knows where it could bring you. It's brilliant. Thank you, Alicia. And Neil, to come back to yourself. You know, we, we are having students who are graduating this year and even earlier on in the year last year. I think I had a fear that, you know, because they completed their, their degree during a lockdown, during a time when they had, had to do remote learning, that their degree didn't have as much value, that the employer wouldn't look as, as strongly upon it. Now, we did try our best to dispel those, those myths um, and those worries. But I suppose for a graduate coming out today, um, what a bit of advice would you give them? you know, about getting ready to to apply for the program um, and what to consider? So, yeah, like what I would say is the whole world was disrupted during COVID and employers are not going to look any less at someone who has graduated in the past year or 18 months, given that we were thrown into this kind of whirlwind known as COVID-19. Um, I think that, you know, to your point, it's absolutely OK not to have everything figured out. Um, I know we've touched on this, but as a graduate myself, this was something that I really worried about during my time and um, during my studies that, you know, I would have to have everything figured out. I would always need to know what direction that I was going in. And if I applied for a certain program, that that would mean that was it. So, for example, if I applied for the people services program, there was no way that I was deviating from people services, that that was me committing to that for the rest of my life. And I would just say that, like, like take time to explore and discover your passions. We never really know where exactly we're going to end up. I don't think anyone does. Um, or, you know, we never really know what we want to do indefinitely. Um, it's part of the process to discover these things as you go along. But 100% employers are not going to look down upon those that have graduated in the past 18 months. And um, what I would say is we have actually taken away our 2-1 um, minimum, minimum entry requirement to the graduate programme. We're looking to widen our uh, talent pool. We want to bring in diversity and we don't want to limit students who, you know, who get a 2-2. Um, we want to open it up to everyone. Um, as I've touched on before, the opportunities are endless in Bank of Ireland. There is a role for everyone. There is a place for everyone. And we would encourage as many people as possible to get on and get applying. Fantastic. That is absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's great. I think it's fantastic as well to see a company, you know, pull back from having that. You have to have a 2-1 or you have to have, you know, 2-2 or, or whatever kind of, because you are restricting. It is it is very restrictive. And, you know, the diversity that you can get in a workplace by opening that up, by having people who might be from different backgrounds, people who have, you know, totally different skill sets to what would have ordinarily come in is is a wonderful thing for the company. Yeah, 100%. And it goes right back to our IND agenda. And, you know, everything we do is with IND at the forefront. Um, but yeah, we want to open it up to as many people as possible. We don't want to limit people because, you know, whilst grades are great, they're not necessarily indicators of success or indicators of performance. And I think it's really important for graduates to remember that your, your, your grades don't define you. And certainly at Bank of Ireland, they won't define you. 
and I think if you're a student as well, particularly who might have got kind of heavily involved on campus, um, I know that even yourselves, you mentioned, you know, things like clubs and societies and getting involved there, you're building a skill set and that skill set is just as valuable coming in. And what are some, I suppose, the, the core skills that you'd be looking for? I think obviously coming in, it would be good to have be a good team player you know it seems like there's so many connections to be made if you know the the requirement of having that 2-1 has has kind of dropped down and we're seeking more diversity are there any core skills that you look out for do you know what I would say what we really look out for is a can-do attitude someone that's just ready to roll up their sleeves get involved take on as many opportunities as possible explore discover and just really hit the ground running like I think Alicia made a really good point of just asking questions, being open and I suppose, you know, wanting to develop and wanting to grow and having that desire to grow. During the rotations, you know, you will build like strong management, interpersonal, technical skills and you will get exposure to the fast paced environment. But it's always good to just come in with kind of that desire, that want to go and kind of get get involved and um, you know explore your interests and you will develop those more technical skills in the role I wouldn't be too worried about you know coming in and having to know everything because that's never going to be the case but I think if you just have uh, a positive attitude you want to learn you want to grow and and that you can actually use your skills to connect and communicate you'll definitely uh, be successful. Yeah, oh, that, that's great to hear. Um, and you know, that can-do attitude is so, so important because if you do come into a workplace, you're afraid to ask questions, you might get left behind, you know, and it really is, I think, when you, once you leave college and you're coming into a role, it's as much as your own responsibility as, you know, your team leads, your managers, or anything to put yourself out there, get stuck in, get involved, and that's how good things happen in the end. Yeah, 100%. And I suppose that's how you get places because you get involved, you get to know people, you kind of build a reputation for yourself, you kind of work on your personal brand. And what I would say as well is with the graduate programme, we actually have a like digital development programme that runs alongside that. So you'll have your work in the development or in your graduate programme, which is kind of stream specific to whatever path you're going down. But then we also run a centralised um, development programme. So there's a huge focus on that two to three years, depending on the programme length that we will actually take you through different training, different development sessions with a focus on uplifting and kind of uplifting your capabilities and developing your your digital skills and, and skills to equip you for the future. For students who might be coming in next year and I suppose have has COVID-19 and the impact of the pandemic had a big impact on the way that Bank of Ireland are going to go you know, going to work going forward or has it made any impact on the graduate programme? So we actually had our 2021 graduates officially join us, which was super exciting. And of course, we would love to meet them in person. Like, of course, kind of the way restrictions are at the moment is still very much um, work remotely where you can. And we're kind of reviewing that on an ongoing basis in line with the government guidelines. But yes, yeah, so, in, you know, to ensure that our graduates were set up for success in their role, we had touch points with them throughout the whole year. And then we had a two week onboarding plan, um, which ran right through before their actual start date so we had two weeks where there were informal meet and greets activities it clinics just really setting them up for success so that when they landed in with us you know it wasn't daunting it wasn't kind of scary they'd been introduced to a lot of people and um, so i suppose we're just adapting and evolving i mean i don't think that we'll ever go back to how it was 18 months ago and i suppose we just have to keep moving forward we are kind of it's you know we're testing learning as we go along obviously 
obviously we have never been in this situation before but we are kind of always getting feedback on what's working well and what's not working uh, when it comes to onboarding and when it comes to developing um, our graduates. I suppose obviously as I mentioned earlier you know there's been significant changes organizationally in terms of how we work um, and in terms of how we operate and like the pros are that it's completely accelerated our digital transformation and you know we are moving faster we're making quicker decisions um, and you know working in a more agile way to you know effectively deliver solutions for customers and, and putting customers at the center of everything that we do what I would also say maybe is for me it's definitely been a year of growth um, I've had more time to focus on development and on upskilling I was just saying to one of my colleagues the other day that like my mornings would have actually been spent just getting into work so you know you were just commuting just kind of getting into work that was it and then you were in work all day and then you maybe had the chance to do something after work but I actually feel like now I have a much better work-life balance you know increased flexibility in how and where I work and you know I am obviously looking forward to seeing a lot more of my colleagues face to face when the time is right but what I would say is that um, we are taking all the right steps um, and doing everything um, just to put colleagues and customers first and, and essentially do the right thing. Oh, and I think graduates can be rest assured, you know, that they're going to get the, the same level of support as they would have, you know, coming into the office and coming in on the day, your first day in. So well, that's great to hear. And and I think what you even said around, you know, last year being a year of growth, you know, I think that this new world of work, I, as you say, I don't think it will probably ever go back to the way it was before, but it it's an opportunity in itself to be seized because you do get that extra bit of time. You do get that, you know, instead of sitting in a car trying to commute, you can, as you say, put that time into upskill. So fantastic to hear, you know, Bank of Ireland are, are really, I think, striving to, to get the best, make the best out of the situation. It's really good. Yeah, like there is obviously the upskilling and reskilling and you can use that time for personal development. But like even the likes of exercise, like getting the chance to do some exercise before work, whereas beforehand it would have literally been getting up early committing into work getting ready to go into work and I find that really beneficial from a well-being perspective like you know that you can actually have a bit of a morning before you start work um, and also after work as well and um, but it's obviously just being very clear on your boundaries between work and home life which I think can become very blurred when you are working remotely but I'm definitely looking forward to I suppose a phase transition into a more hybrid model where we can work from home and also get some time in the office so the future is definitely bright is what I can say. Oh, fantastic yeah oh just you know it's just it's just so great to hear that um you know there's still going to be that level of support and students you know graduates do not have to worry you know that it's a whole whole different world they're coming into or you know that they have to fear you know going back into to a full full office or anything so it's great to hear that you know there's a flexible approach being taken I think that'll give a lot of people a bit of comfort because there are a lot of worries about what's the first week like anymore you know so that's great and Alicia to come uh, back over to yourself so we discussed you know you you met challenges around you know making applications getting rejections you know trying to get through that that slog really but that a lot of people experience you know in that first year out trying to, to get into your career path and get into your role and you know obviously you came over, overcame those challenges were there any other challenges you know since you left university or even in that you know final couple of final year or two um, as, as a student here that you've had to overcome to get to where you were? Yeah, like, Jesus, it hasn't been an easy road at all. You know, I'm not even going to chalk it down for a bit. Um, 
but yeah like when I was in UCC um we had like uh, as part of the course there was um, a six-month placement offered to us um to go out and kind of work and get a feel for what like life would be like after college I suppose for that I actually took a job for a semi-state entity in Dublin so kind of like that challenge for me was like I was what nine twenty one, so I was just like what age is like I was twenty one, um, and it was my first time ever living away from home. So I suppose like that was a major, major challenge for me back in twenty seventeen, which and I was just like, oh my god, what do I do? I couldn't cook. My mother did all my washing for me. She did all my dinners. Do you know what I mean? I like didn't didn't earn anything. Like my mother did everything for me because like with college and work and like you know being involved with college soccer and like playing at home in Cork for Nemo Rangers. It was all like, my mother did everything for me. So definitely that was the most challenging I have had to overcome, I would say, is learning to like be independent-ish on my own. So yeah, just like even coming up to Dublin, you know, finding combinations was kind of hard. Now I got it through the Gaelic football route, which was very, very handy. But yeah, you know, like getting to know my way around a brand new city, didn't realise that there was um, a dart in Dublin. <laughs> you know like because Cork is very simple it's buses you know so I used to like bus it everyone and everyone's like oh why don't you get the dart and I was like what's a dart <laughs> um, but yeah definitely that was probably the most challenging thing to get here um, and then like coming back then I was in third year and then like coming back into like fourth year and then having to write like a thesis and everything that was also I found that very very challenging again like trying to keep top all my activities and that I actually dropped playing college soccer and I dropped playing game football until I, you know, finished up my studies. So I was like, they, they were like hard decisions to make because uh, anyone will tell you like, I'm, I love, I love playing sports. I love being active. And it was just one of those things that I said, look, it's one year, one year only. And then that's it. So yeah, definitely those challenges. And even like, like that, like after college, like the rejections and, um, you know, I was sitting in a job I didn't like, um, I knew I wanted to get out of there. And yeah, again, just moving all the way back up to Dublin. <laughs> but you know, like I kind of knew from when like I moved to Dublin the first time that I wanted to come back to Dublin. I knew I was kind of meant to come back to Dublin. But yeah, definitely at the start is challenging. And obviously now with like COVID and everything, you know, the past year has been crazy because I was up here for most of the pandemic last year and I didn't get to see like any of my family or anything in Cork for like five or six months. Like, that was challenging, but you know, like, like, like Neva said, like, there were so many supports in the bank, you know, I had all my friends in the grad program, we were all kind of in the same boat together, you know, we made sure we were all okay every week, every Friday, we used to jump on a Zoom call, and we used to host a quiz every Friday night, and we used to be on till all hours, you know, just like, making sure we we're all okay, and keeping each other updated, but yeah, definitely, probably the most challenging I've had is, um, definitely moving away from home, but obviously, you know, with COVID and all that, like, and with the bank, as Neve said, becoming a lot more reflexive ways of working, um, I suppose that's not exactly, like, a major thing that, you know, maybe students graduate in 2021 would have to face, but that was definitely my most challenging one. Yeah, and I'm glad, actually, Alicia, that you brought up placement there as well, because that is a scary time, and I think, you know, I, I used to work in, in placement myself here in careers, and it's a very intense period and as you say you might end up you know having to move away and learning all those life skills and loan all the the work skills as well but I'm sure that that whole experience really helped you gain more independence and I suppose really get you set up for later on in your career so I say overall you must have come away from that whole experience with so many life skills so many job skills that you were well set up then you know when you were making your applications later on for said this Bank of Ireland program I'm sure that the learnings that you you gained there really fit in. 
Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I know a lot of like courses kind of don't do an UCC, but if a course does an UCC, like take the placement opportunity and like take something that's definitely out of your comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you're going to learn so much more, not just about your career, but about yourself as a person as well. And you're definitely going to develop skills that you never thought that you would have to develop. Like myself, like learn to put on a wash, learn how to cook, you know what I mean? And just learn to be independent and doing stuff for yourself, but also learning what it's like to be in that corporate world or wherever you end up, you know, how how kind of offices work, you know. You know, sometimes when you, like myself, like working in retail for four and a half years, you just, when you're there for that long, you kind of go and you do what you want. But obviously, like then there are kind of like boundaries you have to set down when you go into a corporate world, you know, like you have to dress a certain way, you know, well, obviously now with the pandemic and we're not in office now, you know, you, you can go to work kind of, kind of whatever way you want now at this stage. Just kind of like getting to know like the feel of a place, what people do, you know, like all different kind of meetings, decorum and kind of all that kind of stuff. Like you have to learn those stuff as well. But yeah, definitely the placement was definitely like a massive, massive part of my um my college, my college years. And I really, really enjoyed it. And definitely like it would be something I would say, like, even if people like don't know if they want to do placement or whatever, like definitely you utilize the career services in UCC. They're a great service to actually have, but definitely utilize them. Even if you want to do maybe like a summer internship or something, try The college will help out any way that they can. So just approach them, set up like conversations with like wh- whoever's in there. I don't know who's in there at the moment. I think it's all changed since I've been there. But definitely like talk to someone about like how you want to go out about your career because it's going to be so, so helpful in the long run. Yeah, that's great advice, Leisha. And thank you for the plug because <laughs> we, we do want to encourage all students, you know, to come in and meet us here in the career services. You know, that's what we're here for. We're here to try to connect um, students with companies and even just learn more, such as, you know, this podcast, learn more about Bank of Ireland and getting getting a career there. So, yeah, certainly. And if you, as, as Alicia said, you know, if you don't have a formal placement, still utilize your time well, you know, come in and, and we, we can do our best train, um, you know, steer you in the right direction to find some opportunities. But I think it was great that you raised the point there as well, you know, around kind of office etiquette, because that sometimes is the scariest bit you know coming in and how do you answer the phone properly how do you do this properly using things like photocopiers you know it seems all small simple stuff but it actually can make your life so much easier you know in in um, a workplace later on when you're a graduate once you've had that experience so I'm, I'm delighted you raised that point because getting that kind of office etiquette down once you learn it you know it for life you know but it's scary when you're coming in first and you don't quite know the run of the run of things yeah I know it's like driving is a skill you never lose you know what I mean but <laughs> But yeah, no, the, the office etiquette was probably like a big, big thing that kind of like stuck out to me when I was doing my placement. And then obviously when I was transitioning to Bank of Ireland, you know, I knew what it was going to be like. I knew what was expected of me, you know, like the way, you know, you had to dress. We say Monday, Monday to Thursday because we have like casual Fridays in the bank. So um, obviously we have to learn how to use the printers and everything, you know, because it's all different. But definitely like learning that small little basic thing about going into like a company was so, so useful. Yeah, and as you say, it's a skill for life. It's like it's like driving. Definitely. Thanks so much, Alicia. It's been wonderful to get your insights. And um, I suppose, Neve, to, to wrap up a final question. So I'm a graduate. I'm sitting here. I'm getting ready to fill in my application form. What's the one top tip that you would give an applicant today, you know, of, of working through their application? What should they really be thinking about? Yeah, so I would say just be, like, yourself in the application as as weird as that almost sounds but don't try to put down something that 
potentially doesn't represent you or something that you think might impress employers we want to find out the real you I would say completely be yourself be honest you know and um, be open and um, tell us everything about you and look we will get to know more about you at the interview stage and um, application is just simply kind of filling out your details giving us some background on your experience and then we will kind of you know as we progress through that application process you know it moves into video interview and then also those who are shortlisted to the assessment centre um, but just stay calm you know I know it can be nerve-wracking and um, you're trying to kind of probably apply for a lot of graduate programs at once stay calm stay cool stay collected and just get it in because you never know where it could lead you to and apply for as much as possible fantastic Neil thank you so so much so thank you for joining us both so it's been a wonderful to sit down and have a conversation today with Neil Gorman from the Bank of Ireland Digital Academy and Alicia Donovan working on the Bank of Ireland graduate program 